if you've noticed a bit of a trend when you're out and you're shopping in the real world. I'm talking going to brick and mortar stores. It feels like most people anecdotally talk about a negative experience when they're shopping. It feels like it's a rare thing when you get someone who is friendly and happy in their job, who greets you, who asks about your day, who's kind to you. It feels like that's sort of far and few between. There might be more going on under the surface. So an article that was published in Business Insider all about Aritzia, arguably one of the trendiest fashion brands and stores here in Canada right now, has some scathing revelations about what's really going on under the surface and what employees at that store and within that brand are really dealing with. Talking about being raided via their appearance against other employees, having things thrown at them in meetings. The pressure is extremely high for them. So is this something that's going on in other retail stores as well? How common is this? We're going to get into it right now with our next guest, who's a professor of management and strategy at the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University, Dr. Linda Duxbury. Dr. Duxbury, thank you so much for making the time. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm not sure if this really came as that much of a surprise to me, given everything that I was just explaining. It feels really rare to have someone who's happy at their job. Was it surprising to you to read this review? So there's two things going on here. One, and it's not just retail, there's lots of organizations that have toxic organizational Mm -hmm. cultures. You know, retail is just one of them. With retail, in some of the organizations, you've got this Aritzia thing, which sounded just horrendous. You sent me the link. But you've also got a situation where people have come back and in they they were essential workers. You are so valued. We love you. And now they are coming back, and they're being treated like hell. They're not getting very good money. Uh, a lot of the people who they're working with and who are you know who are they're trying to serve are not being very respectful. They're on their phone. They're not. So it kind of goes both ways. The situation at Aritzia is one situation. But it's only one. There, it's a much bigger issue than just that. It seems really similar to the situation we learned about a few years ago, uh, all about Lululemon and the culture that was sort of existing there. The CEO oh, it having still some... is existing. Lululemon's <laughs> got a very strong. Hello, it didn't go away. Well, we you were see... talking about it a lot more then, right? That kind of toxic <laughs> idea of this is a beauty standard and this is how we see beauty to be perceived. I wonder, you know, when you think about that brand, you think about Aritzia, you think about sort of the top players in the fashion industry. I wonder if the power imbalance is such that you'll put up with more, whether consciously or not, because you're working for something that's seen as sort of an elite brand. Does that play into this? No, what I think, a lot of the people who work at Lulu, Aritzia, um, they're younger people who are just starting out. A lot of them are, are working and going to school. I think for both of those organizations, A, it's getting money, but B, it's also, you know, my daughter worked for Lulu, and, uh, and they may have a, a strong culture, but they also treated their people pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I doesn't sound like a ritzy, it does, by the way, but, um, but let's not just pick on retail. You know, Apple's got a very strong culture, and, you know, uh, Elon Musk, his organizations do too. They're, this toxicity is all over the place. Is it is it an attempt to try to create some sort of um, 
template for what goes on at a certain employer and and this is sort of this is the way that we do things this is the way that we train our employees is that what this is uh culture is a way to actually kind of keep control over your workplace Mm. it's a way it's subtle it's socialized uh you you join an organization the police do it uh the military does it uh retail stores do it walmart does it um and so there's it's kind of like when you first join you're socialized you you wear certain things you have uniforms there's certain social activities and all of that is a subtle way of of controlling people and getting them to do what you want them to do without rules regulations etc so the interesting thing about culture is it's set from the top and so when you read that article about Aritzia, you go, yeah, that, that's definitely classical cultural manipulation. So is it, is it necessarily a bad thing? I mean, we're hearing about a lot of negativity surrounding this Aritzia story, you know, talking about confidential, confidentiality agreements, exit contracts, uh, fear and intimidation being tactics that are used. Is it, is it well-intentioned and just landing the wrong way? The particular story about Aritzia is about a toxic culture, but there are other organizations which have a really caring culture or an empathetic culture or a competitive culture or an innovative culture. So, for example, 3M, you know, that that whole thing is take risks, be different. So it depends on the organization. Culture done well is a huge competitive advantage Mm -hmm. in terms of hiring and retention. Dr. Duxbury, does gender play into this? Are we seeing more toxicity in, in workplaces with a, with a certain a breakdown of gender? I, I wouldn't be able to say. I mean, in the fashion industry, of course, there's a, there's a gender component. But, you know, you're also starting to read about problems with uh, males within that sector. So with males having body image problems and et cetera. So I wouldn't be able to say no. What about the appearance piece of this Aritzia story? So uh, apparently, this is what's being reported, is that people that were working in retail stores in Ontario between 2005 and 2019 said that they had to rate their own or their colleagues' appearances <laughs> out of 10. I know, this is unbelievable. Outrageous, actually. <laughs> if it really did happen, you kind of go, wow. Yeah. Why didn't they just report that right away to the Labour Board or Human Rights, you know? I mean, because that, that would get you sued right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I and I noticed that it was to 2019 mm-hmm. that it went up to. I you you've got to wonder if it's been stopped because that's just not acceptable behavior. Yeah. But you know, look at some of the other like there's restaurants. I mean, I won't say the name of them, but they require women to wear high heels when yes. serving. Like, hello, <laughs> this that's inhumane. <laughs> but that's because of the image they want. I mean, Hooters. I mean, and just the name says it, doesn't it? So there's there's there is that going on in all kinds of industries. Aritzia, though, markets to. I mean, I don't wear Aritzia clothes. I'm too old and I don't have the body shape for it. But, you know, for teenage girls, it's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. So that it's the same as Instagram, social media, uh, Facebook. I mean, it, right now it's pervasive in society, I think. 
I'm glad that you mentioned to our to our detriment, by the way. Uh, yeah, well, and certainly hearing accounts like this, I think that you're right when you when you speak about it like that. But I'm glad that you bring up the other comparisons to em- employers like Hooters or restaurants where you have to wear high heels because it seems that this is something that we should be well past in 2023 I, having to mandate you think, things. Like this. Eh? Yeah. You know, I don't think I own high. I mean, <laughs> but you go into these restaurants and you go, you poor baby. How can you? How can you? do a shift like that. But it's not just, I mean, there's many examples of things like that, that you just kind of wonder, why are we still doing it? And do you think that we're moving away from it now? I mean, now hearing some of these revelations about Aritzia, and I think all of us can call to mind those those restaurants that we're talking about without naming them mm-hmm. here. Are we mm-hmm. moving away and to a, a more fairer place? One would hope so, but I don't think so. I think, you know, we've got, we're, we're whipping back and forth between one extreme and the other, and hopefully we'll settle into, uh, you know, a respectful middle pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Duxbury, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on this conversation. No worries. Uh, really it appreciate it. Take care. Yeah, you too. That's Dr. Linda Duxbury, Professor of Management and Strategy at the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University.